Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. And uh, this this week we're going to do a, a weird news special because we're doing a data donation uh, later on, which will be uh, released as a full episode. And this is a bonus for you all. Yeah, this is going to be released after, so. Oh, is it? Fantastic. I'll cut that bit out. <laughs> we're falling into another time warp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is another weird news special. We do them now and then. They're fun. What did we decide it was called? Um, the Quest for Sanity. There you go. Weird news for the quest for sanity. We're gonna start. We're gonna really struggle when we get into the sort of higher numbers and we have more uh, films to rip off some titles. Well, we've got what films go up Fast into the Fast and Furious is still going. Yeah, there oh, you go. Yeah, yeah. So what yeah. franchises go up into the six and sevens? We've got the Star uh, um, Wars, Star Wars, um, Freddy and Jason, and all that Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Rocky, although they don't have subtitles, so that's a pointless suggestion. And I've just wasted three seconds of all of our lives. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've wasted more. <laughs> Uh, right, so should we get into it? Yeah, what's the first one then? Bit of uh, alien news from the ultra alive website aliendocs.org. Well, they're a .org, so you have to take them seriously. Uh, exactly. exactly. Eight US soldiers disappear, removing 5,000 year old flying machine from Afghan cave. Did they disappear or did they never exist? <laughs> did they disappear or did they think, hmm? We could just go AWOL here and get the yeah. fuck out of this nightmare situation because that cave like, leads into the next yeah, neighbouring uh, country. You, are you questioning the legitimacy uh, of aliendocs.org? Do you know what, Mike? <laughs> I think I am. Yeah, I'm feeling brave today. <laughs> well, Maybe they use this flying machine to fly out of the shitty cave and like, let's just go sell it. Yeah. On the black market. Well, let's just go park up on a nice beach somewhere. <laughs> get out of all this, all this killing. Yeah. It's got an holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the chicks you could pick up with that. Yeah. He's in my Definitely. flying saucer, love. Yeah, it's some blokes there with a Lamborghini. Vroom, vroom, and you just like, come up alongside. And like, just vaporising like, <laughs> shit on him from above. <laughs> from your flying machine. Are you impressed, darlings? Do you want to do the Kessel Run? <laughs> <laughs> Under 10 parsecs. <laughs> Was it 12? 12, I think. 12, yeah. <laughs> they just fly off into the mountain. <laughs> I don't know how to control this. <laughs> Actually, a magic carpet would be pretty shit, depending on how high and fast they go. Because you're going to get hit in the face with a lot of bugs. Yeah, you definitely need some kind of goggles. Yeah, definitely a face protector. You're going to be a bit chilly. Yeah. What do you hold on to? Or is it just magic? I think it's just magic in that oh, respect. it sort of holds you on. Yeah. Well, soon yeah. there weren't many bugs. Well, I mean, that's it's actually a phenomenon. The bugs. I saw it. this. Now, I read two sort of things because I did think about this, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh, we should explain first. Sorry to the listener. Did you see it, Ben? That they said, uh, like, the amount of bugs has dropped so radically uh, across the world. And one really quick, easy way to tell is that, uh, and I remember this from back in the day. Yeah. When, when you used to drive, especially in summertime, your window screen would just be fucking littered, just splattered, no, covered like no. a carpet in bugs and you're constantly fucking wiping them up. Um, we used to put this special stuff on the windscreen to scrub them off, tar and insect remover. Um, right. For the vans. Anyway, 
it doesn't really happen now. There are a lot less bugs splattered on your yeah. windscreen. Does that mean that the insect remover people have out of business as well? Well, possibly. But then I did read a lot of people seem to argue in the comments that a simple explanation is the aerodynamic shape of cars no. has changed so drastically. It's scientifically proven there's at least a 70%, I think, reduction. Mm. But then if you add on to that that the window screens have changed shape, well, then there's uh, going to be uh, even less yeah. on your window screen. So yeah, we're fucked. I don't see what I, that means. Off the top of my head, I don't really like insects, so I'm not seeing a problem. I used to hate having to clean them, but... Um, what have they done for me recently? Well, kept the... Well, you'll the next article. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? The thingy of... Oh, pollinisation's important. Uh, not like that. Bees, we need bees, we need like them. the biosphere, like the, the intricate fucking biological balance of the ecosystem. That's what I'm trying to say, yeah. ecosystem. They're quite important, apparently. I know they seem like a bit of a nuisance to us, but like, they do stuff. They have their place. Even them little midges that hang around your ear in the summer, just know you're uh, buzzing now and again, you have to sort of slap them away. I mean, they're coming back. They're Look, just cunts. They're food for something. Everything's food for something, isn't it? Yeah. So I if all them go, all the, all the bats will go. If all they die, all the birds will die, all the plants will yeah. die. And we'll die. And then we'll die. Oh, so basically, the car is. Not only screwing us global warming-wise, it's also killing mm. the ecosystem by killing all the insects. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess the point is the bugs aren't there to yeah. be splattered on the window screen. There's that many of them have gone yeah. that you can yeah. now drive along. But it's not like there's a shortage. They do breed in vast numbers. I mean, yeah, but they're obviously their breeding habitats are dying out or whatever, or oh, pollution or whatever chemicals in their soil and their fertilizer. I think a bit like how I sort of pretended that Brexit wasn't real for a long time. This whole, like, we're destroying the planet yeah, and killing ourselves. Yeah, eco-suicide. Yeah, I think we're all sort of ignoring that. On a like, big scale. Yeah, but there are lots of signs there that are going, hey, guys, no, yeah, yeah. it's we're, really real. We're and you're going to realise, like, ten years before the end, and go, shit, and try and put the brakes on this big fucking juggernaut that's just speeding down the hill towards certain doom. And then we're going to say, why did somebody say something 50 years ago? And then but there'll be people going, well, I, I did, but... You called me a green, um, a green vegetable sucking hippie cunt fucker, or a Chinese conspiracy. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Trump says it is. Or oh, what did um, what did our own Michael Gove say in in the Brexit thing? That people have had enough of listening to experts. Oh yeah, there you go. That's that's the mentality nowadays. You're an expert on something, no one cares. So Ben, let's just put some more fuel in the juggernaut. Yeah. Put our foot down and just keep heading. Well, I, was, I, I keep making that lovely, lovely money, won't mm. I? Summer was quite hot, wasn't it? The one just got. Yeah. I'd like to judge this summer. If we have another scorcher this summer, I'm going to start putting my thinking cap on. Yeah, but you can't judge it like that. Hang on. I can't judge global warming by how fucking warm it is. <laughs> Ironically, no, you what? can't. <laughs> I guess there's Because there's actual fluctuations and, oh, okay. yeah, you know, and seasonal weather and there's this, the sun cycle as well and things. So. But if we've permanently that's changed you, you, the wind... You know, that's why you need science to say, look, over 100 years, this is what's happening. Over 100 years you can see it, but if you're just going to take, oh, next year it's cold, therefore it's not. Alright, and if we scientific. have three hot summers in a row, and this is fucking <laughs> England we're talking about, three scorches in a row. Well, we had a lot of heat waves in the 70s, I think, didn't we? We did, yeah. And they survived that, didn't they? Look at them. So, uh, that, again, oh, oh, I don't think it's scientific. Yeah, they were hard, and they had really cool moustaches. Well, I say really cool. <laughs> a lot of facial hair going on. Uh, but it wasn't that shitty hipster facial hair that you get nowadays it was manly facial hair 
Was True. it girly facial hair? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hipsters, you've even feminised facial hair! God, I sound like a gammon. Fucking Gillette. <laughs> I haven't actually watched the Gillette advert. Oh, I, 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 I showed you last yeah, night. Yeah, because I hadn't seen it. I was like, what's the fuss about? And it was like, mm. what is the fuss about? I don't see it. Plus, everyone, did you see that thing I posted of like all those girls in the Gillette suits? With oh, yeah. Gillette's did, yeah. You've got to remember this is corporate. They're trying, they're, all they're of trying course. to do. Well, you, I know you guys know this, uh, but like, all they're trying to do is sell more fucking razors. So they're testing the water, and what was okay ten years ago, girls at a racetrack in a all-in-one PVC suit with Gillette plastered across their ass, that was way more acceptable ten years ago. Now they're like, oh, people don't like the girls in the PVC anymore. They they want a bit of this, you know. Yeah, yeah we're all. It comes free to a and point equal. where we're accepting sort of moral sort of guidance yeah guidance. fucking giant yeah. corporations who we know have no morals their one <laughs> sole function is to make money more money we know that there's nothing wrong with that fair play to them so, but i just think why are people getting upset about it what is so if it didn't make you pissed off then i guess there's no reason for me to is it just basically saying be less of a cunt is the gist yeah pretty I've much but don't say the like people, they're fighting don't, don't just say boys we boys you know what you shouldn't be hitting each other Right. It's one of the things I took away from that advert. Because the yeah, people that are upset stereotypes, about it, isn't it? Once again, I've not seen it, but I've read a lot on Twitter and stuff. And uh, the people that seem to be really offended about it are not so offended that it. It doesn't seem to be people going like what we're saying. Oh, I don't want to be given moral advice by a fucking corporation. It seems to be people going, "Oh, what's fucking wrong with being a man?" And being really girly about it. <laughs> <laughs> being but, very easily triggered by that. Yeah, yeah. I think they seem to be. Some people see it as like an attack on a certain type of male because there's always going to be. Well, they're just insecure about their own masculinity. Well, that's true, isn't it? That's just all that proves. So I think for me, it'd be more. I'd be more about. Oh fuck off, Gillette! You're yeah, Gillette. That's what I, was like. I was like, I love the message. It's good, uh, but I mean, I'm just concerned that it's coming from mm. this moral guidance was paid for <laughs> and sponsored <laughs> and supplied by Gillette razors, the best a man can get. Don't they make women's razors as well? And women can get, <laughs> and transgenders can get. These eyes, these hers, and Jews can get. Fucking hell, they're gonna. Have... The way the world's going. Are slogans aren't going to be as catchy in twenty years' time, are they? Well, remember when Yorkie used to come out and say, "It's not for girls." Hey, try saying that today. <laughs> they did make a pink one for girls, though. Oh, did they? They, they did. Yeah, in the they end. did. Yeah. I don't think you can buy them anymore, but they did originally. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, there's an alien warship, an alien ship that came <laughs> well, in Afghanistan. Well, we banged the world to rights, so three old men. Very good at It's a Vimana. They're calling yeah. it a Vimana, which is from that Indian text, isn't it? What, the razors? No, that... Oh! A Vimana. Oh, that's one of those, yeah, yeah from the Vagavita... Vagavita? Yeah. That's why I said Indian text. Well done. <laughs> yeah, there's like X-Wing style fucking... Dog fights, well, yeah. not in space, it's more World War Two style dog yeah, fights, yeah. actually. And that, yeah, that must be the name of one of the m machines. And they found one. Yeah. Uh, a group of soldiers made the discovery on a scout mission in the desert of Afghanistan. Eight US troops are missing after making the discovery. How do we know they made the discovery? Well, I assume the scout mission turned up with us, eight meant to be eight blokes here. Yeah, but then how do they know about the fire machine? Well, they probably turned up and found it. Oh. Maybe like the, the original eight guys radioed back and said we found something in this cave. Uh, the rest of the guys turned up and, and they're not there. But the flying machine but is. But the flying machine is. It ate the fucking soldiers. It, maybe. <laughs> or beamed them up. 
Well, the Vimana found in Afghanistan is reported to be an estimated 5,000 years old. It's said to be protected by a strange energy barrier that is preventing troops from extracting the Vimana. So maybe they went across, the, they tried to cross the energy barrier and just got vaporized. How do they know it's 5,000 years old? Then? It's estimated. I presume they got that bloke from ancient aliens in to check it out. <laughs> uh, Five thousand years. <laughs> yeah. Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, apparently, this caused a sudden rush of the most powerful leaders of the Western world to go to Afghanistan. The report continues and was to directly view the discovery by U.S. military scientists, otherwise described as a Vimana. They love that word in this. Entrapped in a time well mm-hmm. has already caused the disappearance of at least eight American soldiers trying to remove it from the cave. It has been hidden in for the past, estimated 5,000 years old. I like the sound of a time well. Imagine, like, you're like, oh, there's not enough hours in the day, like, we've wasted too much time today. (laughs) You send the bucket down the time well, (laughs) you pull up a few hours, you know, here you go, you extend your day by a couple of hours. Yeah. Nobody would get any work done, though, would they? Yeah, you'd just, like, you'd have, like, the longest Wednesday ever. It's been, like, 3,000 hours long now. (laughs) It was such a good day! (laughs) Ultimately, though, you end up leading the perfect life because any Mm. mistakes you make, you can go back. Yeah. Through the time. As long as you don't die, obviously. That's an issue. Well... If you do it just before you're about to hit... A bus is about to hit you. (laughs) You know, (laughs) step over the road, see a bus, click the button, and you go back two hours. Yeah, they're not walking from that bus. <laughs> well, you'd need to make the time well portable then. Yeah. You can carry it around with you. Oh, there's just too much logistics yeah. for this. Well, my problem with this article is... You mean from the reputable website, aliendocs.com? Yeah, but people read this and take this as like, it's on the internet. So, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. It's on an actual website that looks fairly professional. It's got to be real. And they'll be fucking banging... They'll be... A, at a party later on telling people nah man I read this article they found this ancient and it's just somebody pulling this out of their arse just wish fulfillment yep. that's what they wish would happen <laughs> somebody would find one of these and I don't know about you but I don't remember the sudden rush of the powerful leaders of the western world going to Afghanistan no, I don't recall anything anything about that <laughs> maybe this is why we're desperately trying to blow <laughs> Afghanistan up it, maybe it's not the oil fields and the minerals and the heroin trade maybe it's the what are they called Vimana flying machines. It was a staging post for a Vimana invasion. Maybe we keep sending people there and they just keep falling down this time well. Yeah. I'll send a few more thousand. (laughs) (laughs) If we fight them in the past, you'll have to fight them now. (laughs) We shall fight them in the caves and in the time wells. (laughs) We shall never surrender. Well, I say that's bollocks. I'm sorry. I'd love to believe it. It'd be, fucking, it'd be awesome. Well, it wouldn't be awesome because eight soldiers have disappeared. Well, they could have gone back through time yeah. as well. And the elites would have control of the time well. So yeah. that wouldn't be good. So it's not a good story. It depends if they can control the time well or it's like a self-defence mechanism. But it shows that that ancient Indian text, the Bahavita, sorry, internet, that Indian text, listener, yeah, that Indian text. If that turns out to be true, that's pretty cool. Ancient. Yeah. That throws the whole. You know, as we know, I'm a believer of ancient civilization. The fucking world is older than they say it is, and it used to be more advanced than they fucking say it is. That's my belief. So, if that ancient Indian text turns out to be right, I will feel vindicated. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Everything's fucking older than they say it is. They're full of shit. I'm telling you, it's not ancient aliens. I'm not watching these stupid fucking Discovery Channel documentaries, Ben. I'm reading articles. Oh, articles like this. <laughs> no, not like this. <laughs> Real ones like by sciencey people mm-hmm. like Graham Hancock. Who's, well, he's not. A, he's science. What's his PhD in again? 
journalism or something. <laughs> I don't know. He's not on you. He's fucking put on scuba gear and actually fucking gone down to ancient ruins at the bottom of the sea. Yeah, I do like him. I've only put on scuba gear. I've never died from ancient ruins. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. I definitely think the world. That's but look, we can we'll do an episode on that. There's, got, there's something to it. I mean, you've got the stuff so that's been filmed. Well, that looks a bit like a helicopter. And we like to think of everyone. Models and stuff like that. We like to think of everyone as being like. I'm ancient. They weren't though. That's exactly. They're exactly the same as us, physically, biologically. So I think Egyptians would had shit that we can't even fucking imagine that was better than what we've got. But there's no remains of it, so we think like, oh, they were fucking carving things in the wall like savages. No, man, they had fucking gold helmets that were probably fucking transmitting <laughs> each other's fucking thoughts to each other and having fucking tantric, fucking what you call it? Sex. <laughs> no. Yeah, but what's the word where I can, we can... Telepathic. Telepa telepathic fucking gold helmet sex on the top of pyramids <laughs> while listening to some pretty fucking heavy music. Whilst in it, like, taking probably the best, purest MDMA we could imagine. Fuck, I bet it was ace. And they cut people's heads off. Not only the Egyptians did that. Yeah, a bit, bit of everything, do you know what I mean? Bit of, of sword fighting and that. Didn't they? they also used cocaine for eyeliner. Fuck yeah, did they? <laughs> yeah, apparently so, yeah. Or oh, the equivalent time. of. Well, I could definitely improve ancient Egypt in one day <laughs> if I was sent back there. Lads, ladies, stop. You put it on your eyes. You put it in your nose and everybody has a good time. <laughs> they were big on orgies as it was. Imagine the whole, that's all coked up and doing it. I've got a coke in your eyes. That's got to get to your brain pretty quick, hasn't it? That's good, so, yeah. Oh, no, because it's they do, solid. They do vodka, don't they? Well, if you liquidise it, I remember yeah. the first time I was at Glastonbury once, and these lads would had like a droplet thing, would drop a liquid into each other's eyes, <laughs> and as the liquid <laughs> would go in, they were like, ah, oh man. And I said to my mate Lee, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And he's like, oh, acid. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, it's one of the more popular ways to take acid if it's liquid, just drip it in your eye. And at that point, you leapt over the counter. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Not for me. Not for me. Sounds pretty extreme to me. Yeah, me, but apparently, yeah, like you just said, straight to the... I snorted vodka once. I've told that story before. You know, you got, it's all about getting it into that bloodstream, isn't it? You stick it up your arse, it's going to work mm. best. Maybe it's a bit of a fucking. Uh, you could just drink it though, couldn't you? Yeah. So anyway, in summary, the world's a lot older than this article's bollocks. The world's a lot older than they say it is. And if I lived in Egypt, I'd teach them how to do. Isn't this butter. article backing up your belief by saying there's a five thousand year old Indian spaceship? Yeah, but the fact that eight soldiers went and found it and fell down a time well, I find that bit. Yeah. to be bollocks well we're known a few years because surely eight blokes going back in machine guns would have conquered the world by now <laughs> <laughs> so all the rulers of the world no. would have said it from these eight blokes that's it but they had they had tech that we don't understand might have had laser weapon technology oh so imagine that those eight guys go, oh you just fucking take over got machine yeah. guns and then all of a sudden they turn up to the, the royal palace and these guards and laser guns just vaporise <laughs> we didn't think this through Graham <laughs> <laughs> Hancock was right <laughs> atomised with one shot <laughs> Yeah, with the power of the Eye of Horus. Like, yeah, that's some kind of doom cannon. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Egypt sounds so metal. God, <laughs> oh, yeah. Ancient Egypt. And I told you, I saw them statues of that guy's wife, that pharaoh's wife, and I was like, fuck me. They're like, if she was alive today, she'd be like a famous actress. She was that pretty. Well. Or the statue was that pretty, anyway. Well, it would, 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 would probably, yeah. Uh, 
probably pretty her up. Pretty her up a bit, yeah. yeah. You, wouldn't paint a, you wouldn't paint a picture of someone and make it look like they're an ugly bastard, yeah. would you? I just found it interesting. Especially if they're paying you. I think we talked about this last time. But, yeah, well, that's weird. Belonging to schools. Just finish my, my point there briefly. It's just I found it interesting that sort of in like Edwardian times or whatever, you know, we know that they liked plump women because of the paintings and stuff. That was seen as beautiful. So you think that beauty standards, you know, if you went even further back, maybe they liked hairy, like three-legged women or something. But no, no. In ancient Egypt, they knew what was happening. They liked their 10 out of 10, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer-esque. Coned head. God, I really fancied this statue. <laughs> Two weeks in a row I've talked about it. Has <laughs> <laughs> it replaced Sophia as an architect? Ooh. Ooh, nah, Sophia's prettier. <laughs> Shut off her head, mate. For the listener, Google Sophia the robot and tell me she's not gorgeous. She's got half a head. Oh, I'm looking at that half. <laughs> I'm a glass half full kind of guy, mate. I job's done. There you go, yeah. For a nice silk beanie. <laughs> well, that's alright. It looked like I'm fucking a fucking cancer patient. That's a Oh, right, um, next long? one then. <laughs> How long did that one news story take? 20 minutes. <laughs> and we spent about two minutes talking about the fucking yeah. story. <laughs> oh man, so much for a quick episode. Uh, we'll get it done, we'll get through this. But anyway, um, Bakery is making bread using crushed crickets and people are disgusted. Well, just don't fucking oh. eat it. Why have you got to be disgusted about it? Just don't I, fucking eat it. I heard about this yeah, a few years ago. They're, this is something that is... Clever people have got one eye on this when there is a food world food shortage. Yeah, we'll never kill all the insects. Um, We're going to eat them. Uh, shit, there you go. That's it, yeah. Oh. A lot of people do eat insects. Yeah. Happy, happy times. Full of protein, more protein... In like uh, in beef, but it's like Ben's just said that it sort of goes. Like, I've got the answer for world hunger. We're gonna eat cricket-based bread. Oh, excellent! Well, the next scientist is like, yeah, but we've lost ninety percent of the world's <laughs> fucking bugs. Shit. Fuck. <laughs> Looks like it's on to eating each other then. Pigeons. Would you eat a pigeon? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, why not? We will be in it three years' time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd eat a pigeon. Anyway, okay. Um, so Faser Bakery in Finland are creating and selling loaves of bread using flour created from crushed crickets. Mm. Sounds like something straight out of a bizarre Bush took a trial, I'm a celebrity. But if Bakery in Finland claims it tastes absolutely, and I'm going to quote, delicious. We're talking about a loaf of bread made from about 70 crickets. It's the flour, isn't it? They're using yeah. their ground flour and dried crickets. And it allows their bread to create, uh, contain more protein than normal bread. Well, it's not going to taste like... Well, it's not going to taste like cricket, exactly. is it? No. It's just going to taste like bread. And, you know, whenever you have uh, red colouring in food, that's crushed bugs. Well, yeah, and it, and it isn't like... I don't I think it's changed, but like the shells on things like Smarties and stuff like that, that's from uh, yep. crushed bugs. Well, won't be eating them again. <laughs> Don't be a pussy. Smarties are amazing. Yeah, I'm not really a fan. Have No, I haven't. But what, on the Smarties thing, before I forget, I used to love filling as many as I could in my mouth, but not chewing. Just hold them on the wrong way till they start to soften and mush. 
and you get end up with one dry lumpy mush in your that's what I used to do. Yeah. You <laughs> can right. fit like a whole tube in your mouth. <laughs> Smarties. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Marcus Hellstrom, CEO of Fazer Bakery, said the crickets are in the form of flour and they've been ground as a whole cricket and they're made into dough and then baked into a very delicious product. Mm. I want to see, let's go down. I want to see the. I want to see what people are disgusted. Because they know it's made of crickets. Yeah. If they didn't tell him. Oh, this is people on social media particularly disturbed by the thought of eating bread made from crickets. So it's not like they're not telling you the crickets are yeah. in. Right? Where else are people disturbed in this day and age? It's only on social media. <laughs> One person wrote, that's disgusting. Another person commented, I am disgusted. A third added, I live in Finland and here's betrayed me. <laughs> it has betrayed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just don't eat it. Yeah. yeah, just don't eat it. This is the thing, why, why is everyone so concerned about what you, what people on social media think? We do this, we don't expect to be taken seriously. Well, social media's everything now, isn't it? It's more, that it's more real than real life. I mean, that fact yeah. that, the fact that someone, somewhere, has been disgusted by some flour mm. that's got some crickets in it... Yeah. ...is now made the news. This is from the Mirror. This is a tabloid newspaper in Britain. But you need constant clickbait articles now. You've got more than just news. But this is what... Yeah. Like, there's a whole industry developed around... Well, it's on the news. They, they, they put up people's tweets. Yeah. Well, that's no, true. I know... I was about or to say... people tweeting in and things. It's like, well... I see this happen because for some reason wrestling That's has got um, a shitload of podcasts. Like I reckon there's more wrestling podcasts than any other sport, and I think that's because of the entertainment aspect to it. Because uh, most people who do wrestling are entertainers, aren't they? Yeah, so yeah. That leads to doing podcasts, but there's a lot of fan ones too. And anyway, there's an entire industry developed around. Because I listen to all the major ones. Someone will do an interview on a podcast. And then all the wrestling websites turn like three sentence stories into fucking articles, into an entire article. Right. Sean will literally say like, oh yeah, me and, um, me and Kane used to ride together all the time on the road. He used to love going to um, uh, In-N-Out Burger. And then you'll see like on, a, you know, on the wrestling sites you follow, yeah. it'll be like, which food did Kane love on the road? Uh, you click on it and they've written an entire article based on three fucking sentences that somebody said on a podcast. So people sit there for those sites, listening to pods, going, oh, I can turn an article out of that, or oh, I can get an article out of that. But it's all about clickbait. It's all about how many eyeballs see the article. And they're full of mistakes all the time. They're yeah, bad God, yeah. Lad Bible's another one that's really bad for it. All their job is to churn them out and yeah. get eyeballs on the site, so the advertising... Get money. Yeah, that's why it's all about eyeballs, clicks, eyeballs. So the level of journalism is fucking... God shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. It really is shite. They, and it's not proofread a lot of the time. No, it's, it's awful. Like, just banged out. And like, that's basically the aim of the game for social media now. So then if you get a negative, to try and tie it back into this, if you get a negative... Like sort of snowball starts rolling and people saying, "Oh, this bakery's fucking gross and disgusting." That's the worst thing that can happen to you in this day and age. Yeah. But do you know what? Hypersensualised, isn't it? Oh yeah. It's, but then it's all you know. The saying used to be, "Oh, tomorrow it's today's news. Tomorrow's chip wrapper." Yeah. The old yeah. British saying because literally the newspapers used to be used to wrap your chips in before health and safety. I wanted to do the ink was poisonous. Yeah, we used to <laughs> we used to eat our chips off of poisonous fucking newspapers. Yeah. Can't wait for them days to come back. Yeah, and you wonder why I told that. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, though, 
that is the exactly the kind of thing people seem to want to go back to. It's like, oh, oh we yeah. go back to the good old days of the yeah. European Union when we, we didn't have health and safety. Oh, that was a, people used to die at work. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. It was, it was bad. Yeah. My uh, great uncle's first day down pit, so he saw a bloke get fed through a machine and never went back. <laughs> yeah, that was what he's, there's no guards on it. That's health and safety. Why do you want to go back to that? No, I think everyone has rose tinted. Um, everyone does. Also, do. Even we look, we're 30 yeah. in our mid 30s now. We look back on the 90s, don't we? And like, oh, it was paradise. It was so different. I don't know if it was that much better, to be honest. People probably had a little bit more money, didn't they? I was I more carefree. And a bit yeah. less pressure. Yeah, there was Social the media is a lot of pressure to keep that up, you know. It has fucking ruined society. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it, does. Horrible, it does, yeah. It has yeah. completely destroyed. And, like, it, it's, it's <coughs> fucking tribalised everyone politically. Well, I'm on this team, well, I'm on this team. Because before you wouldn't know, would you? You wouldn't know what um, Auntie Doris's innermost thoughts on Jeremy no. Corbyn are because she never used to share memes. Do you know what I mean? But now, I've said I've got a lot of family members, and it's like mm. they post some of them post right wing stuff. And me it too. Pops my feet, like, what the fuck's this doing here? Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, I, I got. Okay, now I know that you're a racist. <laughs> because half yeah. the time they don't realise it's a racist. It's like support our troops. Blah 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 blah. Mm. British people should be first in hospitals, you know, all that bollocks. Yeah, and it's got a line of black people with a no sign, and it's like, that's not good to be posting <laughs> that. <laughs> no. Auntie Doris, that is, isn't, isn't on. <laughs> Fuck. But I look, at the same time, I'm, I'm, a, I'm always on Facebook all day, like, sharing things, liking things, reading things. I don't really give a fuck what anyone else is up to. That's not really what I go on it for anymore. It's not to see what... Like, occasionally friends will post a picture that, oh, that looks nice, I like that, but I don't really care what they're up to. Oh, it's like the articles and yeah. the memes that people share. Yeah, I do for and memes. And Twitter's better than that. But yeah, you do get... Because I can't rely on the fucking BBC or, mm. you know... I like reading, it's sort of punishment, glutton for punishment, really, but I like reading articles, not um, the comments, you know, articles where you know people are going to be like one side or the other. But you lose your faith in humanity, you read these comments, it makes you feel better about yourself because you're like, A, I don't comment on shit, I don't feel the need to stick my nose in with all these strangers. And that's, I think, it's something really funny, or I think it's funny. And B, just like, wow, the level of fucking hatred that some people are filled with towards other groups, and it's just like, fuck. Oh, I, wish mad, could, I wish you could be more like How me. How you live your life like that? Yeah, I wish you'd be more like me, man. Just like, uh, I don't know, watch wrestling, watch shit movies that cost £3 from the bargain bin. <laughs> I don't know. Just Android cop. Yeah, just concentrate <laughs> yeah. on the things that you like and try and ignore all the things that... I don't know, I just feel... Or maybe people have just got pent-up aggression elsewhere in life and fucking the internet is obviously somewhere where you... But the thing with Facebook is it's not anonymous. People can literally click on your profile and, like, See who you are, and just, oh, anyway, it's weird. It is weird. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, they're making bread. Use crush crickets, <laughs> and I don't really see the problem. Sorry, I'm quite high. <laughs> next. Uh, next one. Woman spotted walking awkwardly at airport, found with 24 gerbils strapped to her legs. Fucking hell. <laughs> The six-year-old woman was stopped at a customs checkpoint on the Taiwanese island of Kinmen after returning from a visit to China. Coast Guard officials conducting the routine security and customs checks noticed the woman was walking in an unusual manner. The passenger was pulled to one side for questioning, and officials discovered the shocking reasons for her funny walk. 
Uh, individually wrapped in bags were 24 gerbils strapped to the woman's legs and covered by a skirt. Wow. What a crazy person. Yes. What are you doing? And I feel sorry for the fucking gerbils. Me. Did they breathe? Uh, the woman reportedly told custom official, customs officials she was smuggling the animals for friends and had purchased them at a pet store in China. But authorities believe she had been sent by a smuggling ring to test inspection procedures at the Taiwanese port. Ah, oh, the poor creatures are all eventually euthanised by vets oh. in Thailand. Well, oh, that dear. sucks. I've got to be honest though, I think it's more likely that she was just a mad old bint who was trying to... Uh, I think it's a bit presumptuous and like, ah, oh, she's been hired by a fucking drugs ring to test how tight we are around here. I think it's more likely she was just a mad old... Yeah, why would you, you use gerbils? Yeah, you why would something else? Yeah, why did it have to be like... Just, uh, I know, if you can smuggle yeah. 24 gerbils, then you can definitely get some coke through. Yeah. And I want you to individually wrap these gerbils. Live? Live, yeah. They were live? Yeah. Yeah, but they Turned were individually wrapped. Yeah, individually wrapped. wrapped and then strapped. I wonder if she was walking. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't fight me. Ooh. How heavy is a gerbil? Uh, not very. I mean... You wouldn't say it was a kilogram, would you? Fucking hell no! I mean, I'm trying to. Not that heavy. You could throw one pretty easy. <laughs> Underground? I mean, you could pick a cat up with one hand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Cats are a lot bigger than a gerbil. That's true. So now, well, big gerbil's a kilogram. <laughs> yeah, no Is that like a oh, bag of sugar? I'm thinking of a guinea yeah. pig. I think even if your guinea pig weighs the same as a bag of sugar, what are you even fucking feeding it? Well, guinea pigs are fat on the Zealand days. <laughs> <laughs> Like a big fucking hook. Yeah. <laughs> a big mad big buff gerbil. Oh, you also want stone local cats and kills them. Uh, well, I don't know, maybe the, just a, hey, this is how we're going to try it. We're going to stick stuff to your leg. <laughs> maybe she just wanted to bring them gerbils back for friends. I think she was just smuggling for friends, and but either way, it's a tragic story yeah. because she was charged with violating the infectious animal disease. And the gerbils were all murdered. <laughs> and this is Thailand. Do you think they fucking euthanised them with a nice chemical injection? Or do you think they were clubbed? Or even worse, shot with a 9mm pistol at point blank fucking range? <laughs> That's overkill. Uh, well, they, do you know what I mean? They're on a budget, yeah. it's Thailand. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just a bit that, disparaging towards Thailand. Just, but come on, they're a shithole country. Just step on them then. And... Oh yeah, you'd do that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Lock the room, let them in the bags. Uh, no, no, leave them in the bags, that's easy. Oh, you see his face. Or put them in a carry bag and use them as a pinata. Or put them in a bin and set them on fire. Well, you could just yeah. throw them for bridge in the river, couldn't you? Yeah, but then you might still be breaking the infectious. Yeah. Can we stop throwing them back into the ecosystem? Can we stop thinking of Can we stop thinking of ways to kill small animals? We're going down a bit of a sociopath route at the minute. Well, I'm just. Pondering, pontificating, I don't know if I'm using that word right, but <laughs> how a Taiwanese fucking immigration person would go about, quote, euthanizing 24 fucking gerbils. Well, it says it was done by vets. Oh, a Thai. You think a Taiwanese vet's any better? No, I used to think of a club and smacked it. Exactly. <laughs> oh, just say I don't think about it anymore. It's really <laughs> article. <laughs> it's horrible. Uh. <laughs> Or you think they threw him up in the air and like a Taiwanese kickboxing champion? <laughs> <laughs> John Claude Van Damme was there personally to do it. I hope so. 
Sorry, next news, <laughs> please, gentlemen. <laughs> Woman arrested after falling for Ebola-tainted meth Facebook post. What the fuck? <laughs> what a 20... 2019 fucking article. <laughs> Granite Shoals, Texas. A woman in Texas learned the hard way that you can't always believe everything you read, even if it's from the police. The Granite Shoals uh, Police Department used its Facebook page to say that methamphetamine and heroin have been found in the area and it may have been t contaminated with the Ebola virus. The post, which has been taken down, read, If you have recently purchased meth or heroin in Central Texas, please take it to the local police station or sheriff's department so it can be screened with a special device. The warning continued with stern instructions. Do not use it until it has been properly checked for Ebola contamination, is how the post concluded. While the police claimed the post was just a joke, one woman concerned over a drug stash took it seriously and was soon wearing handcuffs and behind bars. The San Antonio Express News reports that Chastity <sighs> Eugenia Hobson, 29, was arrested after she contacted police believing that her meth could be contaminated with Ebola. Uh, the police department later protested, posted sorry, that Hobson was their first concerned citizen and the officers gladly took the item for further testing. I'm not going to lie. I think that's well shaved. I, I think it's a bit of a dick move yeah. by the police. I, I'm I think, not happy with this. You know what I would do is, if I was a policeman, I'd post like that shit like that all the time. Just don't turn and leave off a few hours. It wasn't a joke. It was clearly a honey trap, wasn't it? Yeah. What's wrong with that? Just like I saved her life. She might get clean now. In prison? Well, she's she's been in prison, held on a $5,000 bond. She's a fucking meth addict. Where's she going to get five grand? She's part of the system now. She's oh, a yeah. slave. Her life is ruined now. Well, yeah. don't stop being so fucking stupid. Then. This is how you weed out stupid people in society. Yeah, okay, this is potentially a bit of a Darwin award. But also, <laughs> that's a dick move by the police. Oh, so no, you Putting the paranoia and the fear of God into these poor, broken, fucking yeah. drug-addicted people. Instead of going for the end users, you lazy cunts, why don't you find out who's fucking manufacturing it, supplying it, importing it, whatever. Go for the big boys, the dangerous people, the people that would require some effort and fucking detective work on your part, you Fucking not. Well, why? Because I can just write out the fucking meth's got a polar on it. So someone rock, someone rocks fucking. up, and then I can say, well, where'd you get your meth from? And then I can chase the supplier up, all the way up. Oh, like fucking chastity, the thick cunt. Like, <laughs> she fucking knows. She was aborted from someone. Yeah, but he's mm. just a, this low-end street dealer. And then we, 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 we go the chain, we take them down one at a time. No, they don't fucking do that, do they? Nobody talks. But I couldn't do all that fucking hard detective work. I just yeah. posted it on Facebook and some meth head rocks up with some drugs. I take the drugs, arrest her. Looks better for me, doesn't it? My career prospects are all right now. I don't know. If she's dumb enough to fall for that, she no. deserves everything she gets. Well, why did the police remove the post if it's nothing wrong with it? Well, these two Because their lawyers it. obviously said to them, look, hang on, you can't fucking... They do this, actually. This is known. Yeah, the, the mm. British police make yeah. jokey stuff like that, yeah. What they do is they people have been on bail, they send them like a fake sort of thing saying you've won something, but you've got to come to this location to get oh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they wait and then arrest them. Well, that's fair enough if they're like a murderer, or. A, but I bet they do that to people that are fucking wanted on like tax evasion. Yeah, it's just like small like, things on bail, is it? You skip bail or something. Or? Yeah. I don't like it. Picking on the poor old method. I think if she's that dumb, she deserves everything she gets. Ah, oh, her name's Chastity. I bet she's fucking.
bet she's a goer. <laughs> the name like Chastity probably, yeah, to be fair. Oh, she's also a meth head, so she'll go for drugs. It's quite <laughs> ironic, isn't it? Chastity. She's <laughs> a goer. That's what I mean. That's what you know. Look what happened. You know a religious parent's named her that. Hoping that, you know, she'll be on the right path. Virtuous the, like, and true. And she's fucking <laughs> 29. She's been sucking dick for meth money since she was fucking 17, probably. Because yeah. they called her Chastity. The biggest fuck you to the parents, isn't it? Yeah. They'd have called her Satan. <laughs> or the whore of Babylon. <laughs> yeah. They called her... Yeah. They called her Hillary. Hillary, the whore of Babylon. <laughs> then she'd have grown up righteous and true. <laughs> it's a fair point. Oh, well. I think there needs to be a study done. I think this is a sad, sad story. They've all been a bit sad so far. They have a happy one to end on, don't oh, worry. Oh, come on then. Next one. Yeah. Please stop putting parts oh, yeah. up your vagina. <laughs> Apparently someone's doing that. Fucking <laughs> Leona told me this story while I was watching... I was trying to watch TV on Friday and I can vaguely hear her talk. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you interrupting me with this? <laughs> yeah, sorry, please continue. It's fucking gross. Joining a long list of herbs and vegetables you should not put in your vagina comes parsley. Doctors have had to warn that putting the herb up your vagina is dangerous just as they did with cucumbers last year. What a time to be alive. Again, because of the fucking internet. The internet spreads gullible this people. idea. Yeah, gullible morons read these ideas. Oh, parsley in the vagina stops periods. Right. That's why it? they've been doing it. Yeah. Sorry, I jumped ahead, but... Where did they get it from? Marie so, Claire. Yeah. Published an article on how to bring on your period, which has since been deleted. Oh, to way. bring it on, sorry. Contain, that contained a concerning herb-based recommendation. And we're going to quote them. Parsley can help to soften the cervix and level out hormonal imbalances that could be delaying your cycle, helping your period come faster, they wrote. So far, so not concerning. Parsley isn't going to harm you as long as it goes in your, as long as it goes in your mouth, but if only they'd stop there. If you're struggling to find a dish based on parsley, don't panic. The most effective forms are said to be parsley tea and parsley vaginal inserts. <laughs> Googling parsley inserts throws you down a rabbit hole of dangerous advice. Quickly enough, you'll come across a page titled How to Induce a Miscarriage Herbally and Safely. Oh, God. Wow. Which takes you to the horrifying steps and includes instructions that the parsley should be organic. <laughs> Fresh parsley, this is a quote. Fresh parsley, preferably organic. I don't want pesticides in my vagina, so I go organic. They write in advice that you That's definitely should never follow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want pesticides in my vagina. I don't want pesticides <laughs> it's gonna be a country in song. my vagina. It's going to be a country song. <laughs> so I go organic all day. I don't want pesticides in my vagina. Sorry. I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they write. They write. <laughs> I think he will. I bet that Donald Webb's Donald Marshall's going to be tapping you up for some <laughs> for that one. <laughs> so is Jesus Christ crucifix clone can't be beaten a bit more. Well, you know. Uh, He's about as real as this fucking. Oh God. You uh, uh, probably should change it every twelve hours. But when soft, it may be difficult to remove. But this is not dangerous, no. they advise, even though it is dangerous. Imagine how freaked out you'd be if you pulled a girl <laughs> and she'd forgotten 
Yeah, took her parsley. Yeah, she'd left the parsley. Yeah, she'd forgotten to remove the parsley. <laughs> <laughs> and we went down there and saw a little green sprig sticking out. Would you ever recover from that? <laughs> I would faint. <laughs> I'd think you'd be like, why is that like? That's not what they look like. What's with the green? <laughs> why are there plants growing out of here? <laughs> <laughs> It's like once, my cat, when I was very young, he was like sneezing a lot, like over and over again. And I could see something green, really, really small and green, poking out of his nostril. Yeah, I was like, a dog. what the hell is that? So I started to pull on it. And remember, I'm an incredibly squeamish human being. And I started to pull on it and it kept coming and coming <laughs> and coming. It was like a big, long blade of grass, basically, that somehow he sort of breathed it in. And I pulled the whole thing out of his nose and it kept coming and I was like, oh, God! And it, he was very happy afterwards, but I don't think I've ever recovered. It would be a bit like that, finding a sprig of parsley. Hello! Fucking hell, love, there's vegan and then there's like... What the... F what am I supposed to do? Eat it to prove my veganness before I'm allowed to go down on you. <laughs> Fucking modern hipster youth. <sighs> uh, Sorry. Um, apparently, a um, a woman died last year after inserting oh. parsley into a vagina. Science oh. alert reports. Oh the 34-year-old used a method in a desperate attempt to abort her pregnancy. She lived in Argentina where abortion is illegal. Oh, shit. Um, Real-life consequences is bullshit. Yeah. yeah, way to bring us down, article. But yeah, it's true. Some silly fucking magazine or website posts something that they've got no fucking real proof or backup to. And yeah, like you say, real world consequences. Yeah. Dead person. Fucking hell. Please don't ever take any of the advice, advice that we ever give on this show. <laughs> no. I mean, I don't think you're that daft anyway, if you're listening to us. But yeah. Apart from that one I said that time about if you want to be really safe, gaffer tape knives to your hands. That's actually <laughs> pretty sound advice. You, you won't me. get into any clubs and you'll probably be arrested. <laughs> no, but you'll win every fight you get into. You still get into as many fights as you possibly can before you're arrested. <laughs> unless, you, unless you're in a gunfight. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to gunfight, guys. Yeah, you're fucked if somebody pulls a gun, obviously. It's like that bit in Indiana Jones, isn't it? With the... <laughs> 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 you know. Yeah. Yeah. Even Indiana Jones shoots first. Combine the gaffer tape knife hands with a Kevlar vest. Yeah, that's a good idea. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Yeah. There See, you go. That's that's sage advice. That's the only bit of it. Yeah, but don't put this the sage in your pussy. This is that sage advice. This isn't. This is parsley advice. Not that good. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Does that get me the punk chrome back? Yes, yes. Uh, don't put it in your head. Don't put the same you in your pussy. I used to uh, read what uh, Dr. Jennifer Gunter told mm. uh, the I Fucking Love Science uh, website. Could, to think it would think it could would reflect a belief in magic. Yeah. And we know that, what is it, 50% of Brits believe in magic, was it? Did they? What was that? Uh, well, that's We've had it in weird news yeah. before. It was a high... Oh, but I, I believe in magic, like... You know, card tricks, but I know like it's magic, but it's not magic. It's like magic yeah. is knowing how to do the trick. Well, I think no, no, but I think the point of the survey was that they, they really think someone's being cut in half and put back together again. Oh, 
well, you can't help those people. <laughs> you can't education. That's 50% of the population? Nah, well, that's that gonna poll. Be... Yeah, fifty percent who answered that poll. Yeah. You? And and how clear were they? Did yeah, to be fair, was the question of like did well, he yeah, differentiate so That's like, the problem with polls, isn't it? Mm. Or are we thinking the Harry Potter magic. magic? That's the thing. Do you believe if in like sex magic? Well, we all know that works. Yeah, or do you believe in like Oh that's different, that's magic with a K. Mm, okay, it's a different spelling. It's a kind of magic <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm very musical. It's been my first beer all week. <laughs> Next article then. McJesus sculpture of Ronald McDonald as crucifix outrages Israeli Christians. That's not a great headline to read. The McJesus, it's Ronald McDonald crucified like Christ. It's pretty cool actually. I'd have that in my house. No, I wouldn't. Don't do clowns. There's a piece of art. Oh, I'm not bothered with crap. There's a piece of art. I think that's quite humorous. Uh, it is, yeah. Yeah. It's for the listener, sorry, we should describe it. It is literally a well-sculpted, realistic Ronald McDonald in the crucifix pose on a crucifix. And uh, I just think it looks quite a comical image. Sculpted by Finnish artist Janni Leinonen and is seen on display as part of the Haifa Museum's Sacred Goods exhibit in Haifa, Israel. Actually, you know, on second thought, I would have it in my house because I quite like seeing a clown tortured to death. <laughs> Come on, that'd creep you out, wouldn't it? It would if I came downstairs. That's what I mean. <laughs> if it was there, you just think, what the fuck? Life <laughs> size Ronald McDonald. <laughs> I know. Oh, is it life size? I don't know if it is, but... I mean, if it just fit on the wall, that's, I think it's a pretty cool image. It'd be awesome life size, wouldn't it? I can't it? believe no one's thought I'd of that. I'd put it on the side of my house. <laughs> <laughs> and then move next to a McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> you can put it in the front garden as long as you don't set it on fire. <laughs> Someone will set it on fire at some point, then. But I just like the... Uh, just I like giving all the children nightmares in the street, probably. <laughs> well, I don't know what the artist intended, but I think what I take from that is, like, basically, fuck Jesus, like, Ronald McDonald's, you're fucking Jesus, the average American person. Capitalism is a new religion. Yeah, yeah. Ronald McDonald means more to you, literally, because you eat there and, and it kills you, but you just keep going back. Like I do, I ate McDonald's yesterday. Uh, but fucking, I, yeah, I quite like it as a piece of art. I like it. Cool. But obviously the Israelis uh, are not so enamoured. No, hundreds of Christians calling for the removal of the sculpture entitled McJesus demonstrated at the museum in the northern city of Haifa last week. Israeli police say rioters hurled a firebomb at the musician and threw stones that wounded three police officers. Authorities dispersed the crowds with tear gas and stun grenades. Yeah, they're all over a fucking yeah. art piece. They don't take yeah, no shit, do they, the Israeli police? It's like, they're throwing rocks, get the stun grenades out. <laughs> These people need to get a grip, man. Like, how does it affect you? How does it hurt you? Offended, guys, does it? Offends their religion, it offends them. So I'm going to physically harm someone yeah. because I'm offended. Of course. Yeah, because if you don't. The in the world is all over that. Because if you don't, your it's God might punish you. What a load of fucking pussies. They should stay at home and do something fun. Do oh, yeah. <laughs> is that your solution? Yeah, everyone should just watch rest and the world will be better. Or what your equivalent of yeah, resting is. I agree is. with you completely. Whatever makes you happy, man. Just stay at home. You don't need to go out and get yourself all worked up over things. Yeah. And, cause, like, put, and of course, you've got demagogues that whip up this frenzy for their own yeah. personal profit. They profit off it. If yeah. Jesus is so fucking high and mighty and fucking spiritual and cool, surely he would be like, hey, man. That artist is allowed to say what he wants, just ignore it. Of course. Okay, you can still love me and follow me, it doesn't affect that in any way, shape or form. Just ignore it, go home, pray to me, 
I'll do something nice. Go on, you porn if you want, if that's your thing. Yeah. I don't think you. I don't think you. Go on your place. There's nothing unholy with having a wank. I just don't think it's something he would advocate. <laughs> it's better than sex before marriage, isn't it? If you're not married, or is that just... Well, no, I'm not saying that he's really against it. I'm just saying I don't think it's something that... I don't think he's making his great address to the world. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I think he would, because I think he would say, look, there's too much tension in the world. <laughs> you guys have got to chill the fuck out. But I think... We're going he, back to 70s hippie Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah love God, Jesus. But I think, though, he would say, wouldn't he, just turn a blind eye to this. Don't don't cause physical mm-hmm. harm to these police officers and destroy them. Give them for they know know not what they right. do. People gave yeah. more shit to me and I didn't do anything. Turn to the cheek. Yeah. Come on, this Jesus is Jesus would be fucking throwing firebombs at the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you are disrespecting my religion and peace. Have a firebomb. <laughs> Die, you scum, fuck. Oh, if Jesus was feeling that piss off about it, he could just literally smite it from heaven. <laughs> he could literally just send down a thunderbolt and blow it to pieces there and then, couldn't he? I bet he if he was that pissed off about it, he'd do that. Yeah, but if Jesus is probably like, look, turn a blind eye to it, and to be fair, it's a good piece of art, he's got a point. Mm-hmm. More of you go to fucking McDonald's mm-hmm. than you do to church to worship me. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was in Israel though, wasn't it? So I bet they were like, actually, a very high percentage of our society still go to worship <laughs> every day. And not so many Christians in Israel though. Ah, true. So yeah. There are, there are probably a reasonable chunk of the population, I wouldn't like to see how many, but... Mm-hmm. My advice is calm down, go home. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice warm country, isn't it, Israel? Go and sit in the garden. Go home, sit in the garden, read a nice book. Have a beer. Have a beer. Have and a that, Big Mac. And that, yeah, <laughs> have, have a Big Mac and a beer in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> and that statue can't hurt you. <laughs> it would be funny if one of them bro- actually got in there, broke in, and like, sort of threw something at it and it fell on him. Yeah. Just killed him. <laughs> Actually, apparently, though, the museum director, uh, Nissan Tal, uh, said that he was shocked at the sudden uproar, especially because the exhibit intended to criticise what may, many view as society's cult-like worship of capitalism, so exactly what you guys said, uh, had been on display for months. And it's also been shown in other countries without any incidents. Some cunt put something on Facebook. Yeah, it says the protests appear to be sparked by visitors sharing photos of the exhibit on social media. Oh, fuck. I didn't even read ahead. I just <laughs> knew. Uh, I hate the world that we live in. Fuck off, social media. They only make up a tiny percentage of Israel's Arab minority Christians do, and they say they face unique challenges. So that's why they say, you're making fun of us, and we've already faced these challenges, so we're going to throw a petrol bomb at a policeman. <laughs> I'm uniquely challenged. <laughs> Anti-Christian, though, isn't it? That's what that's. <laughs> they, 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 like, they like to cry wolf, these Christians a lot. They do. Everything's persecuting their religion. Just throw firebombs. <laughs> oh dear. Apparently, if the um, uh, Wadi Abu Nazir, an advisor to church leaders, said that if this work was directed against non-Christians, the world would be turned upside down. Well, yeah, we know that, but well, they, they, that's look, just reality. I'm not well, that doesn't one. no one know what Muhammad looked like so they couldn't make a rendition of him anyway? Yeah, what's the traditional Muhammad pose? We all know that they kicked could... off when they named a bear Muhammad, didn't they? That teacher. Oh, oh yeah. that teddy bear. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I think that was more white people moaning, wasn't it? No. No. I don't think so. I think it was very religious y people. But people yeah. call Muhammad all the time though, don't they? Yeah, people do, but I think to call a teddy bear by some more extreme sects, sects, I don't know if I'm saying that right, anyway. 
I think this is all a bit silly. Yeah. And I think it's not worth having a riot over anyway. No, I think they should have handed out cheeseburgers, not necessarily <laughs> McDonald's, uh, and just said, everybody calm down. And if you Christians are so persecuted over here and facing such unique challenges in Israel, do you think kicking off and throwing firebombs is the way to improve the situation? Yeah, You're going to get a reputation. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what my mum would say. You're going to get a bad name and then nobody will trust you. But there's persecution and there's this. This isn't persecution. No, this is not understanding art, isn't yeah. it? Just being a knob, really. I read a thing on Facebook that said this is disgusting. So I'm never disgusted as well. Yes! I mean, it's not like they're the Palestinians where they're on a starvation diet and... Oh, that doesn't disgust them. The Israel, Israelis uh, monitor all the food coming in and everything and... Yeah. And, and snipers and medicine. shoot pregnant women yeah. and stuff like that. That's fine. But, yeah, that doesn't disgust them. Oh. Fucking Big Brother McDonald Jesus! <laughs> I'm losing my fucking mind! <laughs> but, uh, Aren't you just glad that... That you're just not religious and yeah. none of this shit bothers you. Yeah. I am. It's quite amusing. Now, if you fucking defaced a Hulk Hogan action figure. Oh, you want to a crucified Hulk Hogan? <laughs> well, I'd be out there throwing fireballs. <laughs> <laughs> fucking disgusting. I'm outraged. <laughs> uh, don't fuck with my idols, you can fuck with their idols. <laughs> don't affect me. <laughs> Crucify your Hulk Hogan doll. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've we've solved this one, haven't we? Yep. Just just don't be religious. <laughs> <laughs> or if you are, just don't get your panties in a twist yeah. and over everything. Just let it go, man. Yeah, well, right, alright, I'll rephrase that. Be as religious as you want, but don't throw firebombs at museums. I mean, what if you burnt a museum down? What good you've robbed society then of the opportunity to educate and you know see that's yeah, they say it's blasphemy, so fuck it. Oh. It's tainted by blasphemy, burn it all down. Oh, go home and suck a dick or something. Just fucking have fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, should we have the next story? Yeah. I think we solved it. World's first <laughs> robot hotel makes oh. Android staff redundant as they annoy guests. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> The world's first robot hotel has ditched half its 243 <laughs> robot staff as they do not work well at work as well as humans. The Henna Hotel in Japan, translated as Strange Hotel, found that robots annoyed the guests and would often break down. <laughs> um, guests complained their robot room assistants thought snoring was command were commands and would wake them up repeatedly during the night. <laughs> oh my god, how frustrating. Yeah. Meanwhile, the robot at the front desk could not answer basic <laughs> questions. <laughs> Human staff ended up working overtime to repair the robots and stop working. Uh, one staff member said, It's easier now that we're not being called by guests all the time to help with the problems of the robots. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Well, it's, um, it opened in 2015 amid a blaze of publicity and was recognised by the Guinness Book of World Records as the first all-robot hotel in the world. And it originally had 80 robots and the number soon tripled. Wow. But according to the Wall Street Journal, problems began soon after. <laughs> oh, was robot half the robot dancers wouldn't be working? Uh, a raptor robot. Half the, half, 
half the dancing robots were with, uh, she will not give me handjob. Um, they're not that sort of robot, mate. It's not working. No sucky. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, there is a velociraptor at the front desk. Wow. Oh, that sold me. <laughs> well, she is not a clever girl, though, is she? Because she couldn't answer basic. Well, the reason she couldn't answer basic questions is because you built a fucking robot dinosaur. Why don't you build a robot receptionist? I mean, rah! what room am I in? Rah! I mean, that's just fucking. Sti- I mean, I'm not a robot inventor or nothing, but you think there might be a fucking flaw in what you've thought out there. Like, fucking hell. Well, why does well, it got to be a raptor? I've <laughs> <laughs> just had a person. Have you got any room? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a raptor's cool as fuck. Yeah, it is, but... When you put a person in the yes, here's your key. And with its fucking raptor hands, can it even fucking type your name in the thing or get your keys off the thing? Like, do you know what I mean? Ah, you've got to get the keys out of its mouth. Oh, fucking hell, it looks a bit sharp. No, I'd rather just a fucking robot woman that was like, hello, I speak. Chicken dangles the keys off that massive toe claw. <laughs> yeah. And if you fuck it up, though, it goes through your hand. <laughs> there is a video if you want to see it. Okay. Uh, Okay. Of the raptor robot. <laughs> the raptor speaks, so that's just that's just weird. Yeah, just make a person in that case. If it's gonna speak, just make a person. Shit. <laughs> oh god. Oh, it's that. wearing a hat. It's a raptor in a hat and a bow tie. I don't mind that raptor anyway. Oh, that's not fucking freaky. <laughs> I don't like that robot though. Just. Don't dress it, just... Yeah, don't... What, that, I think the uniform's a little bit unnecessary. Have we got any sound on it? Welcome to the Hendel Hotel. If you want to check in, please press 1. It's a talking raptor. Yeah, yeah that sucks. <laughs> why has it got why has it got a mane it looks like a lion it's a raptor with a bellboy's hat on and it's got long a hair. it's got long hair it's a hippie raptor <laughs> I wouldn't give a hippie like that a job on the front desk what's so messy no wonder the fucking hotel's gone to shit that raptor can't organise fucking anything he's at the back having a doobie <laughs> his long hair morphs into chest hair it's really weird why has he got chest hair? He's an incredibly manly raptor. <laughs> I didn't have feathers, but I didn't right. think they had fur. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. No, it's not. It, but it's, it's up there. And when it says robots, it sounds a lot cooler. To describe it for the listener, it's your basic bog standard if you ever go to a zoo or something they've got a prehistoric section. A raptor that moves like three centimetres, like... It's just one of them, and it happens to say... If you want to check in, press 1. So you're just using a touchscreen thing anyway. Yeah. You could do something way cooler than that. Sophia! Well, that's the idea that she'll be in that sort of role, won't she? Oh, she's too pretty for that. She'll be one of the dancers. <laughs> well, there just be loads of Sophias. All the robots will be Sophia. Yeah, but then she won't be special. They can't all be pretty. There's got to be a hierarchy. Like, <laughs> you know. They'll, the sciencey people will think about that. They won't make them all as fit as each other. Or will they? Yeah. Will they just be uniform? 
Well, they just make them look like normal people, I suppose. You wouldn't know. Yeah, but then my robot won't be special, would it? Well, you, you can have many special robots, guys. There's oh. nothing holding you to one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. I wouldn't want to go to the strange hotel, it would piss me off. Yeah, that robot. I'd walk in, see that raptor, it starts speaking to me, like, I'm done, I'm out. And if it's confusing snoring for, like, commands, what if you're, you know, doing the do? Mm. <laughs> uh, harder, harder! And then it comes over and it starts, oh, would you like the bed to be harder? <laughs> Fuck off, go for the bed! <laughs> like if the dog ever gets in the room when you're on the job. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Yeah, but he can put his finger up your ass. <laughs> oh, babe, you haven't done that since our first date. What? Put your finger up my bum. My finger's on my bum. It's a fucking maid. As long as it's not the raptor. Robot dick. He <laughs> sticks his tail up your ass. Oh, why have a oh. fucking raptor on reception? It's just because it's cool and funky. It's the weird hotel, man. Yeah, I just shit. That's a sack. It, it anyway. looks bollocks. No, it's sack now. It's probably been put in an incinerator. I, just, I hope it's not on the streets. <laughs> Sat there, just crying, going. If you would like to check in, that's one. A little crudely drawn sign with like <laughs> him and like three little raptors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Homeless. Dear. He's probably fucking heroin addicted by now. Anyway. <laughs> Press one if you would like to see me take some heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, dear. O- others became frustrated with the in-room assistant because of its tulip-shaped head. <laughs> <laughs> and which could do nothing more than basic conversations or adjust the heat and light. Far short of Apple's Siri and Amazon Alexa's interactive system, so it's not even as good as Siri. No. Fuck that place. Yeah. See, that's who you want on reception. You want that, you know. Like a classic. nightmare Westworld, isn't it? Where's a shit Westworld, isn't it? It's the Westworld we'd end up at. Yeah. You've got the money, you got the good one. It's like the fucking Poundland. Yeah. Only the poor people can afford. It's the sun, the sun 30 quid on a day yeah. of Butlin's weather. Right. That picture there, is that a robot? Have we got Aldi? Yeah, Raptor wanked me off. <laughs> I'm now circumcised, but you know. Look, is that a female robot there, or is that a human woman? Female, female robot, human bloke on the other side of the counter. I'd shag her. That's much better. Well, that's what I mean, put her on reception. Yeah, me, that's what I said earlier. I think. Oh, Robbie the fucking raptor. Yeah, fuck the raptor. I would have talked to that nice, pretty robot. You are very charming, sir. <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> would you like to see my USB port? Yes, I would. <laughs> Other issues included two robot luggage carriers which are out of use because they can only reach 2400 <laughs> rooms. <laughs> it's like fucking faulty towers. Fucking batteries run out of rooms. You will have to go on from here, sir. Go on, we'll have to disabled. <laughs> Part of the reason I came here is because it said I had robot fucking luggage carriers. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Robots can only go on flat surfaces and break down if they get wet. <laughs> Oh, which fucking poor cunts are pouring water on them? <laughs> if they go outside, it says. Oh, I suppose they've got to go out and get your luggage, yeah. haven't 
That's inconvenient. Just get on your luggage and start fixing it out. Uh, Go get it yourself in the rain. And then like explodes and electrocutes you. <laughs> yeah, and destroys your luggage. Yeah. <laughs> the president had not given up on the idea of a robot hotel, but admitted it needed some tweaking. Yeah, I'd say so. Good robots. Well, fuck it's interesting. that. Interesting. I like the idea of it. It's where it's going to all end up, hopefully, without the raptor. <laughs> don't need a raptor. Yeah, I don't know. I'd rather have people. Well, so would I. But, you know, it's going to be cheaper to do the robots, isn't it? That's how it's going to go. They have a business. They're going to why pay someone once. I think it's going to be a while and, uh, until. It's going to be a fair few years till all the holiday inns are fully cybernetic. Do you know what I mean? 20 years, maybe? Yeah, oh, see, that's yeah. ages. Not that long, is it? Yeah. yeah, it is. We'll be doddering old cunts. Oh, no, we won't. We'll be like 55. I'll still be my prime, 55. <laughs> <laughs> Nailing out kids. I've seen Rambo 5. He's 60 odd in that film. I suppose I'll start working out. <laughs> <laughs> if you did some exercise, yeah. yeah. If you start working out now, you might be that buff by 2055. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 20 years, I could do it. Right, what's next? It's, we're going to end on, on our happy story. Oh, a happy one. Yeah, actually, a genuinely happy story. Okay. Dog accidentally runs half a marathon after being let out for a pee. Finishes seventh. <laughs> <laughs> Legend. Uh, imagine training for months and months for a grueling 13 and a half mile marathon to be beaten by Ludovine, the two and a half year old bloodhound. Good. Well, that's what happened in the uh, Alcumon trackless train half marathon in Canada, where a dog decided to join in the fun after being let out for a wee. <laughs> he crawled under the garden fence, ran towards the start line, and the rest is history. <laughs> He eventually finished seventh in the race, even stopping at the two-mile point to sniff a dead rat. <laughs> it also believed the dog went off track on a number of occasions, including the moment he played with a herd of cows. This actually happened. Uh, that didn't stop him from securing a respectable position, though, crossing the line in just over an hour and a half. Wow. That's great. Love it. All that time he was just looking up at like, the... Per Somebody <laughs> throw me a ball or something. <laughs> why? Why were you stand still? <laughs> oh, good on him. He was given a medal for his efforts. Yeah. Wow. They changed the dog's gender halfway through this. It was started off as a he. It's a she, you know. Well, we we hear from the owner there because I was wondering about how they got back and stuff. He says all I did was open the door, and she ran. She ran the race on her own accord, she told Runner's World. My first reaction was that I was embarrassed and worried that she had possibly gotten in the way of the other runners. She's laid back and friendly, so I can't believe she ran the whole half marathon because she's actually really lazy. Well, I say fair play. How did she, what, did the owner run along with her or something then? Jim Clemens, who finished fourth in the half marathon, said, Every time I thought she had dropped off to go back home, I would hear her coming back up to me and she would race past me up to the two leaders. She would run off to romp through the streams and into yards to sniff around for a while. Not even trying? Imagine if she just kept the race. <laughs> so one? Well, congratulations to Ludvine the Bloodhound. Enjoy your success. Yes, that is a lovely story. Yeah? Look at that face. Beautiful. <laughs> no conspiracies, no weird shit. No lizards or satanists. No. It's just a, a heartwarming dog runs race story. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. Oh, it's cheered me up. You can do with more of them, yeah. you know. No, it's going to be a habit. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, should we wrap it up then? Yeah. It's been fun. Yes. It's been rambling. It's been very rambling. 
But uh, thank you for listening. I've been Ben, and I'll say don't drink the flavour aid and don't join a cult. Uh, I've been Gaz, and I will say free Biff Tannen and get my comic book from Amazon. It's called Space Force Intergalactic Fascists. Thank you. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. Good night.